And so it begins. The whole of his mind is apparently his personality. Wait, 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 wait. A rabbi and a boxer arrive <laughs> on a space yeah. station. Broke off. Guys, I have a stalker. He's right? totally hitting on Kosh now. Totally sexual harassment. Basically, the Mount Mario drama queen. He's gonna come out of his butt. I can't believe this martial law wreck where I have been, damn it. Hey, <laughs> Jeff- Jeffrey Sinclair. Oh, ah, what's happening? Oh my god. Sausage must teach Rocket Cast not to blow up universe. My Whedon senses should have been tingling. And we know that IKEA survived. This torture session may be recorded for quality assurance. <laughs> yeah, well, I was How are you dead, Roger? Jack the Ripper, you there. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. I'm Will. I'm Ann. I'm Heidi. <laughs> I'm Beth. Hi. Uh, and today we are pleased to be joined once again by a Long-time visitor to Down Below, Anika. I got to go to the bomb. I will speak. Yeah. So you're back. That's married life. <laughs> oh, it's um, interesting because I live, um, uh, right now I live a bachelor life because he lives, he is in Germany already and I'm here and yeah, so okay. we kind of, <laughs> we kind of right away split up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> this one is a lot. Yeah, it's like. And you go just before you move somewhere, you kind of have to figure things out first. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have been here for six years, so a bit of time, and we don't want to just let everything like fall and go back. And I actually appreciate to have a little bit of time to prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, I know a couple that just moved to the Canadian Arctic, and which is, I don't know how you can, sur- <laughs> I don't know just what like same right person. The yeah, like just. Yesterday, he, well, first his partner moved up a while, a little while before him, but he just flew up there yesterday. And wow, it just seems like it's going to be miserable living up there. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't enjoy it, that's for sure. (laughs) Mm -mm. I guess it's not as, you know, awful in Hamburg where we're moving. (laughs) He was saying that something about living there six years before, like, moving on to the next stage of his career, like, wow. So yeah, today we are here to discuss episode 16 of season 5 and all my dreams torn asunder, but first, an ISN special report. Welcome back to ISN News Live. And as we wait outside the council rooms, as the delegates debate what is to be done about the attacks on shipping lines and who is to blame, the Centauri delegation has been barred from the discussion. Does this mean that the Centauri are the ones attacking everyone else? And if so, does this mean a new war? Wait, wait, we're receiving news right now. And yes, the council have decided that the Centauri are to blame and that a blockade of the Centauri will start immediately. The Centauri are saying that they will protest this and that all Centauri civilian ships will have a escort. This could mean war. This has been your ISN News.
Pardon the interruption. I have some news which I believe you will find most interesting. Would you like to hear the latest in Marvel television film, video games, and comic books? Or are you looking for some ideas on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day? Well, join Mike and Eric on Mighty Marvel Geeks every Saturday night on Sorcerer Radio and every Sunday on the Weeby Geeks Network for all things Marvel. There is a matter that requires your attention. Mighty Marvel Geeks. Assemble. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Okay, so and all my dreams torn asunder was originally originally aired June tenth, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, guys, uh, most of us have to leave in like thirty three minutes, so we're gonna try to breeze through this <laughs> a little bit. So sorry for the uh, rush. What episode to try breeze through? <laughs> yeah, mm. I know we finally get content and we have to breeze through it. <laughs> And partially, my Mac updates ate into a lot of our time today. You leave the room and come back, and your computer's updating. But anyway, it was directed by Goran Gajic, who is married to Mira Furlan, and he directed two episodes of Oz. Maybe that's the most recognizable thing I saw on his resume. And it was written by JMS. Sold the recop. So this first scene, they're making a big deal about it in the Lurker's Guide. I mean, it didn't really do much for me, but they were talking about the tension in it and how it was playing. It was even published in the Lurker's Guide, the script, the way it was written. But, yeah, Delenn is basically... Um, I think I hear someone breathing. <laughs> yes, I can hear someone breathing. Yeah, yeah I wasn't going to say Yeah, Delenn's basically up all night staring at a candle, staring off into space. And I noticed that they made a big deal about Sheridan dropping his shoe. JMS said that's supposed to be a visual pun, like the other shoe dropping. Okay. Uh, I kind of cringed when I read that. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Uh, you know, Marathon's acting is quite good in this. It's just, it seems more is being made of it than is there. I think there's more substance to the rest of the episode. This is a nice setup and nothing more. It was definitely unusual. Uh, some of the slow pans and the voiceover, you know, sort of stays on his face for a while and you're kind of listening to what's going on in the next scene before, unless I was just like to do the copy. Um, it's kind of different. Kind of unique. It puts you in kind of their headspace before we get into the rest of the episode. So you don't mm-hmm. know where some of our main characters are coming from in this. Yeah, JMS said it. He said he took great care in blocking every shot in the scene. Okay. So next, Londo and Vera trying to get into the council meeting, but they're not being allowed in. And Zach says, it's not his decision. Don't try to, don't make things worse. I like Vera's um, answer. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, of course, don't really know what's going on. And, um, I mean, by, by Mr. Allen saying that, he already gave kind of stuff away and, I think you wouldn't do that. You would just simply tell them to go away. But yeah, they know each other, all of them. Yeah. So in the meeting, Dylan and Sheridan are going to present their evidence that the Centauri are responsible. And everybody's like, oh, we're Centauri. <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> <That's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> and the Alliance is going to support any action they decide is appropriate. Why didn't they just lead with the damning evidence? I know. Why did they have to do present it the way that they did? You know, because it's TV. 
<laughs> Maybe it's like but then they could also have left it out until the end. Who's responsible? <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Exactly. They don't want people to leave. Yeah, <laughs> there's this. Um, <laughs> what if they ended on a cliffhanger? <laughs> like you'll find out well, next time. <laughs> so, I think we all know most of the former League of Not Online worlds are idiots, but even <laughs> they could have come to the conclusion. Oh, the Centauri are behind it because they're not here. Right, they're not there, yeah. What a bizarre chair. Yeah, it's nice. I, I actually checked out how the chairs were, were set. Like, there was no empty chair on that table because he was supposed to be sitting there, is that right? So they were all, all of a sudden there were only three chairs. <laughs> so yeah, like, like, mm. there's no chair. Hmm, I wonder why Lando's not here. <laughs> um, so after the credits, Lando gives, goes, uh, and gives some evidence to Lando. And this is a very Lando dramatic way. I'm sorry? He said Lando gives evidence to Lando. Oh, Franklin does. <laughs> this is a very yeah, dramatic way of doing it, having each person go deliver uh, something to Londo and then they go testify. You wouldn't do that. But maybe that's how they do things in the future. Um, <laughs> or it's like, you have to go to him personally. <laughs> it's it's no one of those Membari things, like... Uh, you have to face the person you're accusing. The evidence rituals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rituals, yes, absolutely. Have <laughs> fun if you testify against the mafia part. <laughs> when Franklin went to his door, though, like for a second, I was like, is he like feeding him information? What's going on? I know, I did the same. Franklin would do that, wouldn't he? Um, so, Franklin. So, okay. Sorry, my DVD didn't work for the last episode, so I had to like read the recap. Was Clarence in that episode? Because where's Clarence? No, yeah, it's he been wasn't. a while since. Yeah. I feel like he could be helping out with some of this stuff, like as a yeah, backup watcher for Garibaldi. Well, yeah, this is Alliance stuff, so I guess they're leaving yeah. Lockley and Clarence out. Well, I know. That's, that's what true. I was gonna say. Sucks. Yeah, because we haven't seen either of them in weeks. I was actually wondering yeah. because I haven't I haven't listened into the podcast um, actually for the last season. I was like, damn it, and I maybe don't see Lockley. I would have asked you guys, what do you mm. think of her? <laughs> But yeah. I, have, I have to listen, so you don't have to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's on the shot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. left and she left. Um, so, um, yeah, Franklin's uh, basically they found what energy fingerprints that are unique to the Centauri or something like that. Something yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, some kind of science stuff. I just wrote down frequency of spectrum of energy. I was like, what? <laughs> but he doesn't say anything at all. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and after that, Garibaldi gives Londo some evidence. And basically, he found a lot of stuff that's consistent with Centauri methods. And he found that thing on the Drazi Homeworld a few episodes back. And only one Centauri vessel has been attacked in the last three months, probably just to throw them off. But, you know, um, I'm not sure about it. That's really... <laughs> Hard evidence, but oh uh, yeah. So then, mm. well, the pain you made, yeah. Um, yeah. It, that that isn't evidence at all. Anyone can manufacture that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the video evidence was really evidence. Again, should have led with the video evidence. <laughs> 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 yeah. But so then, um, and yeah, yeah, nobody dropped the video off to Londo before he entered the channel. Just wanted to be no. dramatic about it and. Yeah, see his reaction. To, like, throw a fit, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then 
Like, why don't you show me this before I just gave that speech? <laughs> and <this laughs> <is who> we <laughs> um, yeah, so Jakar goes to see Londo and he uh, tries to assure Londo that, you know, I really was your bodyguard. I wasn't, you know, spying on you the whole time. And you knew something was wrong back on Centauri Prime. So Jakar hasn't told the council that this, I guess. That's what it because sounds like. like attorney-client privilege. Well, yeah. th- there's some stuff he, you know, talked to his friends about, but nothing officially stated, if you get what I mean. They're doing fairly well here, separating the idea that, although these people might be friends, when it comes to politics, it's kind of a different situation, you know, and, you know, there's th- privileged information that you can't make official. So I guess the advisory board knows what Jakar knows. Well, he knows that, yeah, Londo doesn't know. Yeah, I'm that's sure. why they he's, decided he's not to tell him. Yeah. He's kind of, again, it's going to show what a mistake they made. Because he could have been, he could have had Londo brought into this a lot earlier. He gets the information. He then goes on a fact-finding mission to Centauri Prime. And maybe sort things out in a much better way, but not let it escalate. Ah, okay. Yeah, I guess mm, I, I, maybe. I get what you're saying. But they may, may also be have been afraid of um, for Londo. Maybe they didn't do it because of that. Because mm. they knew that he has a certain standing, but they were not super sure um, what kind of standing he would have. You know, and overall, like when he goes there, and they I knew suppose. that he would probably go there. I suppose you've got the slimy centauri in this that's just, you know, saying no one can see or talk to anyone else, you know. It's just... Well, plus, like, uh, the more they wait to tell the centauri, the more people are going to die, you know. So I yeah. guess they want them to stop shooting ships up. Yes, but now it's going from centauri shooting ships up to an actual war. Where well, they were hoping ships- that wouldn't happen, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, that's not exactly their fault. It's Garibaldi's fault. It is. <laughs> we'll get to that. It's, it's <laughs> like what you, I mean, as you said, they're friends, but I think there's still trust issues uh, with him. Um, and I mean, you can tell, like, for example, uh, Jakar doesn't testify in front of the council. And obviously, Londa says, oh, yeah, thank you for that. And then he goes to in front of the council and accuses the Narns. Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, because no, I, I saw mean, that as kind of... Like, yeah, okay. that that was he him having to do his job as, right. you know, ambassador for the Centauri. It's, okay, I... Whereas in previous se- seasons he probably was enjoying it, here he, right. he's not enjoying this at all. He's Absolutely. trying like, to do his job. I, I agree, absolutely, but you know, there's like this private Londo that they probably are friends with and trust, and then there's this official Londo, and I think they were not sure, like, what the Centauris would do, what Londo in his official role would do. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Who knows? So when Londo's brought before the council, he says he was first offended, but then he says it's all a joke, and all the evidence is kind of circumstantial. Other people that have their weapons could have, you know, the scheme to do this, whatever, could have set them up. And then finally, <laughs> he's about to leave, and then uh, said, oh, we have one last piece of evidence. We just wanted to wait 
for you to be here and see it with everybody else. <laughs> we wanted to wait until you were about to leave before presenting it. <laughs> Get some popcorn ready so everybody can right. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and they show the video that Lanier, uh, Lanier comes out and presents his video. So, <laughs> he does a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah, so you can. It, it looks like, um, um, what's it? Um, Membari cameras can film in 3D. That sounds yeah. about right. We can, Although I probably, yeah. I had a hard time watching, like, the video, like, really seeing anything on it because you saw, I mean, you know, it's supposed to be yeah. too much about it because you know what. Yeah, they didn't exactly turn the lights down. Like. <laughs> you can see the, like, they is through there. Well, and then people throwing popcorn at the end, right? Boo! <laughs> 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 it was you guys. Uh, yeah. But London lady looks sad. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I know that he kind of looks <laughs> surprised and sad watching that. And he's going to speak to his government. And Sheridan says, tell him this while you're at it. Um, you're going to be isolated <laughs> from this, isolated from the alliance. And if you resist, this blockade will be fired upon. And this is going to happen until y'all apologize and provide reparations. We're putting the Centauri in the corner, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you ask them any comments to that, and then Londo's just like, no. There's nothing he can say anymore. That was really a sad scene. Like, I really, like, you could tell. Like, damn it, gone to a point where I can't react anymore. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the end of almost the first act, isn't it, really? This dropping of the wall, and then the second act is kind of all everyone moving into position. You know, you've got what's coming up with Garibaldi, and then you've got Londo um, with his reply and then leaving the station and stuff. And then in the third act, you've got what eventually happens, the, the war breaking out. Yeah, so he Londo's waiting to hear back from his government and because he's um, saying we don't ever attack civilians except for that one time we did. <laughs> well, he <laughs> reminds him that. Um, and then the minister from Centauri Prime pops up on the screen says that this is all a fraud. Pops up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, how long were you there listening? Um, but Londo believes Lanier, but, um, so the minister thinks that this was staged for, he says it was staged for Lanier's benefit by the Narn. An, aman- an amazing staging. Yes. <laughs> They've taken all these shit parts and just created, yeah, that was, that was an amazing bit there. Yeah. Loved it. He, he, he just reminds you of, um, very much real world political spin of, this isn't us. Ooh, it looks, a lot like us. No, it's not us. It's not us. Conspiracy. It's also... It's, it's really... I have, I have two explanations, kind of. That was also the first... But how he deals with it. I have two explanations for that. Like, what do you have two explanations for that? And then the first explanation, <laughs> London throws out the window just because he knows Lanier. Okay, then must be the explanation number two. In case yeah, you shoot down my first explanation. <laughs> because, yeah. Okay, well, let's come up with an explanation that you're going to believe. Not that the others are going to believe, because we want the war. We're just trying to tell you that we don't. Uh, so, Dillian goes to visit, oh, let me see, where am I? Lost my yeah, there's a lot of background noise. Okay. Different mics, I think. So, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, this is back before the council. Londo says the Centauri deny any involvement. They're the victims, and they're going to withdraw from the allowance, and they don't 
recognize the legality of this blockade. They're going to send warships to protect their cargo ships from being boarded. He's going to go back to Centauri Prime to talk to his government. But he tells Veer later that he wants Veer to stay behind to show them the truth when it comes out. So he, like, believes that it's fake. Um, I, I think Londo <laughs> thinks he can do more good on Centauri Prime than he can here. And he knows someone's lying to him, but he's not sure who. He doesn't know exactly what's going on and he wants uh, to find the truth out back home. Um, Delin goes to see Jakar. Jakar says he's going back to be Londo's bodyguard. And he leaves the latest chapters of the, of his book with, uh, Delin just in case something goes wrong. And she says he's a great writer and enjoyed working with him. He, he really should have added, uh, yes, get this to his, no, just don't turn it into a PowerPoint presentation. Uh-huh. I, I just like what he says at some point. I mean, that may be a quote or so, but when he basically mentions them, that Londo may be the only one that could find the truth and like that he now is going with them to help him. And, and that's the moment where, where Ian, where you are right. Like they should have done that maybe earlier, but now he's doing that. Like he's, yeah. he's, wa- he's wanting to help his friend figure out what's wrong. And he knows that Londo is not responsible. And that, that is really a sign. Well, all of, all of them. No, Londo's not responsible. That, yeah. That's that's a huge change to how things used to be. You know, right, uh, when Londo was responsible, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and when they, you know, they just didn't trust him at all and couldn't see that. You know, even back when he was responsible for things, he was still kind of being played by people. You know, yeah, exactly. The, He's still being played by people. They're just Centauri <laughs> this time. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this yeah. time, though. His friends can see that he's being played by people and they want to help him. Yeah, again, but an official chart and official of the land can't do anything, but, um, but Jakar can, and that's great that he's, I really like oh, He can try. Yeah. He can try, <laughs> yeah. So Sheridan it's needs. It's so weird to me. Oh, sorry. Okay. Jakar is like this prophet now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just odd if you think about him from the first season. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. You know? Just would never have thought him to gonna be this person. Mm-mm. Well, he says that he was so angry and um, very much different, and now he his last chapters of the book are uh, yeah different and just more. And he has more experience. He knows more. He's seen things. He's been in uh, on Centauri Prime. He's lost an eye. So all that stuff's happened to him. Definitely changes a person. And I think a person that has done wrong things before maybe it's good to see those people. Changed to good. Sure. Ah, but yeah. Um, yeah. Sheridan needs to talk to Garibaldi. Sends Zach to find him. Zach finds him passed out. So Zach uh, confronts him. He tests him. Garibaldi says he fell asleep. But Zach tests him by throwing oranges at him. (laughs) This scene for me is great in terms of what Zach's doing. It really puts him up as um. Human of the episode, I think, because he's just really awesome in this scene here. But a little dramatic, as uh, Garibaldi says. Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> so Garibaldi <laughs> tries to turn things around on Zach, saying, How, who are you to judge me? And Zach is, yeah, if you want to hurt me, you can <laughs> should just shoot me with this PPG. And so look, uh-huh. Garibaldi just asks for time to work things out. Doesn't he also say something like "shoot yourself" kind of? Like, yeah, you, you take less like, does, yeah, you'll does take less people really, with you. 
Ja, dat je dus uh, voor die mensen niet zo zoetend zelf. Ja, maar even dat we find out more, you know, Gabor is actually responsible for starting a war. Yeah, he would actually, I mean, it's awful to say, but he would actually hurt a lot less people if he had um, not been in the picture and if Sheridan had to go to someone else. I mean, even if Garoni said uh, no to Sheridan, said, I, I'm not up to this, find someone else. Mm-hmm. But I also think like Garibaldi is a little bit over the top, like when he says, I can kiss my career goodbye. Like if he had, like if he tells anybody, if he would, like they're also their fr- his friends. I don't think that they would let him fall. No, he, no. no right? They would give him time away to sort himself out. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's what people think that are in the situation when, you know, start drinking or so. Yeah. Because he's in like this very fearful situation where he's just, uh, yeah, he's just not trusting anybody. He thinks everybody's against him, kind of still, still. And it's already season four is over. Um, yeah, he's a drunkard, basically. Uh, so Sheridan has a plan. Uh, they're going to try to get information from the Rangers on Minbari movements. And when they find out where the Minbari, uh, Centauri movement, sorry, when they find out where the Centauri <laughs> are going, uh, they're going to send white stars there to try to stop any fighting from going on. So, but they have to get this info as soon as possible from Garibaldi so they can avoid a shooting war. So right then, you know, something's going to go wrong. <laughs> He's relying on Garibaldi. <laughs> but um that's so staged this so, whole scene just gets just so out of out of place yeah Seth Dulin is talking to the Grey Council hoping the Minbari can talk some sense in this Antari I would love to have seen that <laughs> um <laughs> so Lando and Jakar arrive on Centauri oh, this is look you remember the one who reformed, reformed the Grey Council yeah you owe me don't you sort this out <laughs> <laughs> yeah Solando and Sinkar arrive on Centauri Prime, see a lot of ships going on over, and the minister insults Jakar and tells him that Londo can't see the regent right now. And then later on tells um, Veer that Londo can't talk to him right now. Yeah. Kind of his go-to line, I think. I'm busy at the moment. Um, so in hyperspace... It's a nice light scene, actually. They're in a meeting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in hyperspace, White Star 43 tries to get information to Garibaldi about Centauri movements, but he's passed out, so they go in and, um, try to stop this Centauri and Drazi fight from happening, but they're unsuccessful. Or they go in too late, I but guess. He had to do overtime while the others went to bed. Not <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Garibaldi messed up. So Zach awakens Sheridan with the news. It has started. And then this is where um the minister won't let Veer speak to Londo, and Veer gets a visit from Franklin. Why do they send Franklin instead of security? That seems kind of dumb, but um I guess. But maybe <laughs> you just look at how he fights. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, <laughs> well, he spent a lot of time with um Marcus. With Marcus. Yeah. He must have learned a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just basically just turning around with his fists open. <laughs> yeah, and being really knows how to shove someone over, apparently. Just and then walk away that. slowly. Yeah, we just slowly push one of the guys over. Yeah, I so. didn't definitely say it because security would be more obvious, but then security would be more secure, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, but maybe, maybe, I guess not. <laughs> but maybe even if it was just one person, even if you just said Zach, 
Exactly the gun. So that's why. So yeah, so they get veered to safety. Um, I just thought it was hilarious how after this fight, I mean, they're they're only knocked down, but yet they they walk away so slowly, <laughs> like as if they can't get up again. It's so weird. And he was holding Veer's hand, like Veer can't walk on his own or something. It was very odd. Uh, so it's the only fighting scene. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good fighting scene. Just a terrible ending to it. So Garibaldi can't explain what happened. He kind of says some BS, I think. <laughs> um, the bastards all storm in, demanding action, even getting too close to Delin, which pisses off Lanier. And Sheridan's mad, so you wanted your war, you're going to get your war. Oh my god. He got really he probably, mad. Like could only shoot this once, because he was screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually like, I don't know. In a workplace, I'm appropriate. Inappropriate, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't yell at your uh, co-workers uh, like that? <laughs> well, well, you know, have, you seen, have you seen... I had a situation um, on Friday. I had to pull myself back. But um, I would not do that because that's just inappropriate. He's <laughs> the president. Just, like, have you don't seen the, um, how governments are working around the world when you see what things are like when politicians get together? They just shout at each other. But I think it's, it, well, yeah, but it's, isn't it like the, rather like the United Nations? Do they also shout at each other? I, I mean, okay, I we'll don't know, but, um, this you know. isn't exactly the United Nations anymore. And the, the former League of Non-Aligned Worlds, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not exactly the best, you know? You kind of have to yell at them to get their attention. Yeah. Oh, that, that's quite that's quite over the top. Like I found it wasn't. Oh, it's crazy! I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy cool. amount of yelling. Right? Yeah, it's cool, but um, you know how he basically then shouts it out. But that's over the top. That's like, um, excuse me, can we please, you know, get another president? Well, um, I'm just I'm just gonna point this out. We've got about five minutes left to get okay, through everything. So yeah, on Centauri Prime, Londo gets a visit from the minister. Fighting's broke out, and they're cutting off communication with B five. And since Jakar is still on the advisory council, he needs to be arrested for security reasons. Londo tries to call their bluff, but he gets thrown in a cell too. Yeah, because he good doesn't try. understand anything anymore. <laughs> and lastly, Delenn is um, staring. She's sort of praying again <laughs> and Sheridan joins her and she says the candle represents life and she knows a lot of candles will go out that night I know a lot, lot of you don't like the whole speeches that makes a lot of times but I like this one I like the sentiments to it Oh, I was That's tired and kind of zoned out during it so I, I don't think know I zoned saying. out because I don't remember this <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I think the first the time whole- Okay. Yeah. yeah, the first time I, I heard the speech, I was really impressed. I really like that. Now it's also like, yeah, okay, I've, I've heard it. Okay, but yeah, it's a nice sentiment, you know, the fact, I mean, she said briefly the same thing before, but, you know, that we all come from the stars, we're all part of stars, and Star over time we forget that. <laughs> and life is life, essentially, is a sentiment. Yeah, so our old friends, Bill Blair, Kim Strauss, Jonathan Chapman were in there. Do we have any? Jonathan Chapman. He was the, was he the, oh, I can't remember, Kiri ambassador, I think. Okay. Have we talked Kim's... about him before? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, sorry, um, I'll just 
really taking a look at the time and thinking. Yeah, we have any quotes? Rate it. <laughs> okay, want to do human of the week? Um, I, I still think Zach, but if anyone else has an idea. No, well, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with Zach. Okay, alien of the week. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I might have to give it to Jakar. Yeah, yeah. yeah Let me yeah. see that yeah. because. I mean, we've skipped quotes, but he definitely had my quote of the week. <laughs> and he's done the right well, thing. He, yeah, yeah, he's standing by Londo and, uh, and being a good friend and trying to figure this all out, so. Okay, ratings. Anka, what did you think? Uh, it's hard to rate, um, as I really um, didn't get into the fifth season yet um, and just watched episodes that lead, led up to it. Um, I think you know, from all all over the season, it's definitely not the best episode, but it's setting the, I think setting some, some, um, yeah, the stage basically for what's uh, to come potentially. Um, and it basically brings all the things that happened in the past, um, few episodes together. So I really, I would say I give it, oh wait, like what's the ranking um, system again? It was eight uh, or something, uh, a ten, right? Yeah, I understand. Um, so I uh, you know, it's a lot of talking, a lot of things where I was like, yeah, Frank, I'm sold out, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, also even that what Michael said, uh, what Garibaldi said, um, the whole pro, like the whole first act, they could have done it differently or so. So I didn't like that much, uh, so much. I would say I give it 6.5 or 7 out of 10. I would say 7. Let's say 7 out of 10 on okay. sleeping Michael Garibaldi's. Okay. <laughs> uh, how about you, Heidi? Um, I quite enjoyed this one. It was definitely one of the very few episodes that left me really wanting to watch the next one, uh, mm-hmm. this season. And so I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Um, let's see, eight out of 10 Centauri jail cells. <laughs> How's you, Beth? Yeah. Yep. I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it eight and a half badass Franklin. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ian? Yeah, we started get to get into a good run of episodes now. That's great, isn't it? So I've enjoyed it. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 um, Lanier's Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy watching it too, ready for the final stretch of the season. I give it 8 out of 10 um, Screaming Presidents. You see, my rating is totally off because I haven't even, you know, watched the first few episodes. And I know they, do, like in my personal view, they don't get a high ranking. So maybe I should rank this higher. But um, yeah, if you just compared know, it to the rest of the season, you would have. Right. Pushed. Yeah, no, I, and I know, I know. It's just like, you know, got into it um, yesterday. and um, uh, But yeah, you're completely right. It's definitely, um, I'd like to continue watching now. Okay, I've already started to get a call from Intro to X, so um, I can't be here for the predictions if you've even got time for those. Okay. <laughs> we can hurry and predict for the next episode, Will. All right. Okay, well, I've got to go. Okay, bye. 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 I'll be seeing you. All right, so predictions. The next episode is called Movements of Fire and Shadow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Spiders? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Um, so we get into the war and I, and do we have to go back to Zaha Doom to, to find things out? To, <laughs> uh, to figure out what's I know going the shadows on. I use that word lightly, right? I know. <laughs> I mean, we, 
I don't know so many times in the series, but yeah, I feel like it has to have something to do with didn't those creatures come from Zaha Doom, so um they don't know that those creatures exist, obviously. Right. Um and that his his future self is, is that's so many years in the future that you know, he may not tie what's happening now to what he's what he witnessed in the future, but and then in the future also wasn't there a lot of fire on Centauri Prime, so maybe he goes into the future. <laughs> well, that know. would that would be nice because um, then we could jump and see all of that. Because yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess just war. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Do you think they'll try and rescue uh, Londo and Jakar? But they don't even know that like they're. Yeah, I feel like in Centauri it jail, would be, it wouldn't be like right away. It would be yeah, you know, a couple episodes down down the road, and they would uh-huh. take Clarence, obviously. Obviously. No, yeah. Maybe once yeah. Veer Clarence figures and out that something's up. Oh, Clarence and Veer. Clarence um, and Veer. And Lanier. Lanier. Cause, Lanier, you know, he's, the, yeah. he's the real warrior type now, so. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that sounds like it, uh, it's going to be action-packed, so. Yeah. Yep, I'm excited for the next one. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Anka, for coming. Yeah, and, thanks, uh, Anka. Thank Sorry, you, guys. so short. Yeah, no and <laughs> enjoy uh, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> um, All right. All right. <laughs> so. Well, thank you. Um, hopefully, I can. Yeah. yeah. Talk to so, you soon, then. <laughs> yeah. It's head to feedback land. Uh, first, we have a comment from Vord99. Vor says, you know how I've been complaining that the mysterious raid storyline doesn't move fast enough? Well, that problem is gone now. Remove Garibaldi's alcoholism from this episode, in fact, and you'd have one of my favorite episodes of Babylon 5. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, this isn't a, a season five episode that feels like season one. It's a season five episode that feels like the fulfillment of season one. Remember when we thought that the show would mostly be like this? high politics and diplomatic intrigue among different great powers before it became about a thousand-year-old prophecies and fascist takeovers. Obviously, the the thousand-year-old prophecies and fascist takeovers produce some good stuff, but you know what? This is good, too. P- part of me is, uh, part of this for me is that Londo is my favorite character, and Jakar follows shortly after that. And this episode is not quite the culmination of their friendship, but close to it. One point that I think is particularly important, when Jakar asks Delenn to make sure that his fellow Narns read his new chapters, in which he tries to correct what his earlier angrier self said about the Centauri. This is the closest that Jakar ever comes to doing what Londo did in the very long night of Londo Malari, admitting his own culpability in the origins of the Narn-Centauri war, and that he and that he's this Jakar now is obviously necessary for him to refuse to testify against Londo and to accompany Londo back to Centauri Prime. Now, for Londo, comically, but also movingly to end up in the same cell as Jakar. That was, that was a great scene. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. That was... Yeah. Uh, next, we have email from Laurie and Carl. <clears throat> Some brief belated feedback for Darkness Ascending. Carl really does not like Lita. <laughs> she has gotten incredibly creepy and evil to take over Garibaldi's dreams. And Carl called him pulling out his gun as soon as he woke up. Was it all a dream? However, Jakar is very savvy in the dealings with Lita. There was a recurring theme in this episode. 
All the women come out on top. Did you notice that? Glorious rating, 7.5 out of 10. Last chance for a hug. Human Garibaldi, Alien Londo. Calls rating, 2. A total score, 9. Londo's, Londo's, Malari's day off. Ship, Centauri warships, set, fresh air, species, Narn. Human, waiter, from now on, I'll remember to bring the special coffee. <laughs> uh, death. Children on what was clearly a warship. Wooing slash relationship, Lita and Jakar. Plot, Garibaldi's dilemma. Uh, I think you may be one of the few people who like Garibaldi's storyline. Um, dramatic moment, by this time tomorrow we'll be at war with the Centauri. Comedic moment, special coffee. Actor, Andreas Katsoulis. What would Sinclair do? Would not have called back the White Star without talking to Delenn first. He gave in to his emotions. That is Sheridan's character flaw. And now for an all my dreams torn asunder calls title prediction blood and fire. We did not understand why they did not talk to Londo at first. It would have been better for them to consult with him. Carl is very angry at Delenn and Sheridan for not talking to Londo. He feels very strongly that Londo was in the right. He is now rooting for the Centauri and feels that the shadows and chaos may have been in the right over the order of the Vorlons. While Carl is going to the dark side, <laughs> he's going to the shadow side. Um, how do the ambassadors feel? Well, I had to leave. Lando has done a lot for their cause, made peace with the Narn, assassinated Emperor Cartaja, and supported the Alliance. At least Jakar is going to keep supporting him. The storyline with Carabaldi getting drunk and falling in his Ta failing in his task for the first day with someone overdone and not really realistic. Lori's ratings, 8.5 out of 10 loyal bodyguards. Human Sheridan, Alien Lundo. Uh, Carl's ratings, 5. Uh, total score, 14. Carl mad for evoking a lot of emotion and screaming at the screen. The best episode in a while. <laughs> Ship, the lone white star. I wonder whatever happened to it. Yeah, we didn't find out, did we? Set, now Londo gets to enjoy the hospitality of his own prison. Species, Centauri, human. Look, I know he is not a human, but I'm still going to use him. That one gangster who tried to beat up Veer. He was not the best actor. Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> I'm sure that actor is not listening to this. Um, <clears throat> William slash relationship, Sheridan and Delenn. Plot, blood, and fire. Dramatic moment, Sheridan gets mad. <laughs> Comedic moment, Londo, shut up. Jakar, I didn't say anything. Actor, Bruce Boxleitner. Callback slash camera work, the image of the shadows flying over Centauri Prime. Or, yeah, the ship's flying over. What would Sinclair do? Who knows? Thank you, Lori and Carl. Carl. Uh, finally, we have an email from Melanie. Melody says, hi down below. We finally get a title that describes what the episode is about. I just finished watching the episode and the level of no, don't do that reminded me of when I first watched The Coming of Shadows, also known as the episode in which Londo makes a deal that starts the second Narn Centauri War. Delenn praying by the candle reminded me of Jakar praying at the end of the war. JMS is really good at writing stuff that rhymes with what we've seen before. An old cautionism from season one comes to mind. The avalanche has already started. It is too late for the pebbles to vote. Well, this avalanche is coming down. Londo and Jakar are in a cell on Centauri Prime after Londo assumed that being Prime Minister was going to keep him out of it. And I bet he wasn't busy when Veer tried calling him. 
<laughs> I wonder what Lando really was doing. Um, something about the Brakiri going after Veer of all Centauri showed their blind rage at all Centauri. Well, when near did bring a recording of their ships being attacked. And you think Veer would have like a direct line to, I mean, it's like when I call someone, you know, it doesn't have to go through anybody first. It goes directly to them. That's maybe like, different with interstellar, um, <laughs> calls. Yeah. Like, you, you don't know that yet, right? You think they would have figured that out by then? Mobile phones are not a thing anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> so to keep on with your mobile phone on you. Yeah. <laughs> Technology. Um, Garibaldi gets drunk again after saying that he wants to fix things. A character having flaws that affect the plot is good writing, but also makes him want to shout at the screen. And the avalanche comes further down when Drazi and Centauri ships open fire on each other. Rating 9.2, bonus for every scene with Londo and Jakar, 0.55, final rating 9.75, Avalanches. Human of the Week, Sheridan, alien tie between Veer, Londo, and Jakar. Quote, Londo, where I go, he goes. Centauri, politician, my condolences. Jakar, thank you. It's a burden, but I've come to accept it. Best regards, Melanie, the Krakovian Veer fan. Thank you, Melanie. Sorry, my earbuds are falling out. <laughs> um, so yeah, but is it for <laughs> the last two standing? <laughs> it looks like it. I was actually already saying bye at the beginning. I was like, oh no, feedback. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us again. It's always fun. <laughs> Good to have you. Yeah, definitely. I definitely have to go back and um, and watch the episodes and listen into the podcast. And um, yeah. maybe I can be on one more time at some yeah. time. I'm not sure. We probably already have the rest of the episodes full. I don't know. I think there are some free ones coming up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come back before oh. the end of it all. <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah. Before we go beyond the rim. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, well, it's all coming was, to an end. Yeah, sad. Part of it is, part of me is you know, kind of glad to have the time back looking forward to having the time back but also kind of sad for it to be ending mm-hmm. kind of be interesting ending as well right yeah but you go, you're gonna have the movies yeah and the movies there's a movie coming up in two weeks actually i think oh nice i'll look forward to that one um yeah i'll definitely have to go back and watch the yeah, mm-hmm. shows so. yeah um yeah because of all the moving on our um my, my, basically my, my content that is on a hard drive is basically, you know, I couldn't use it and then I have to update stuff. And yesterday my husband was basically remote supporting me from Germany because <laughs> they, our, like we were using a Raspberry Pi and this didn't work anymore. And then, oh, <laughs> can I have to, you can't start, you can't press a button on a Raspberry Pi. So I can have to, I, I guess you know that, right? Um, uh, I've seen, um, I don't know a lot about Raspberry Pi. I've been saying I want to mm-hmm. get one, but I haven't. That's cool. Yeah, we have one to give away. So <laughs> it went back Cooper grabbed it. <laughs> so really, well, we don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's really just nothing. Um, um, we'll probably just take it and, and turn on lights in our new apartment with it as well. Because you can yeah. use it for everything, right? You can. Uh, That's what it sounds like, yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Um, yeah, no, uh, definitely have to go back and watch the first episode of the season. I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to all the. Um, telepath stuff, but, um, yeah, I'll just suffer through it. And then <laughs> yeah, you just have to bear through it. <laughs> At yeah, least it and ends. 
for sure. I mean, there's there's some cool stuff in between um, already that leads towards this episode. But um, yeah, yesterday I also didn't have time to watch all the in between shows. It's like, yeah, I think it's not just an additional episode. It's actually in between things happening in an episode. So I was I was not looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Skip that part. Okay. No. <laughs> um, so show seventeen or episode seventeen has to wait for me now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's exciting. Oh, you enjoy yeah. it? It is, actually. It's, it's, yeah, it's cool. yeah, season, yeah, it's not the best season, especially when you get bogged down in the buyer and stuff, but now mm-hmm. that's over, it's picking up. It's it's just hard because Netflix is just so easy to run. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, there's this new show on Netflix. And then, like, no, 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 I need to go back and watch Battle of Five season five. Yeah, I think we spend a lot of time talking about Netflix this season because, <laughs> maybe because we didn't want to talk about the telepath stuff. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I saw at some point I saw a photo of Stranger Things, I think, and yeah. now it's of uh, Black Mirror or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm actually starting uh, The Crown tonight with a friend, so I'm going to okay. watch that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Is that a yeah, British so, show? Well, it's the show about um, basically the Queen, right? And how oh, she yeah, it's the one with Matt Smith in it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah so I haven't watched that, yeah. Okay. I watched <clears> the first um, episode. It's actually quite good. Like, really, and as te- it talks about the old king, like King George. And if you know a little bit of British history, then it's actually quite interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's your well, you- Netflix minute for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. Just making some advertisement for Netflix again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that is all we have for this week, folks. We'll be back. Next time with movements of fire and shadow. But until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Look for us on the web in iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Also, downbelowpodcast.com, facebook.com slash group slash downbelowpodcast, and twitter.com slash downbelowcast. <laughs>